Hey guys, um, welcome back. <laughs> I'm laying in my bed if I sound a little bit weird. I don't know, I feel like my lungs are kind of like, you know, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Anyway, um, so I'm laying in bed right now because it's currently 8.20. Um, normally I'm like asleep by now. It's Sunday, which means I have school tomorrow. I have to get up at 5 a.m. Um, but I thought I would talk about how it's okay to not be okay. Because I made an episode where I talked about how it's okay to be alone. But I also kind of wanted to talk about how it's okay to not be okay. Because these past three weeks I have felt not okay, um, and it is hard, um, it does get hard, but, I mean, everybody goes through ups and downs, whether that lasts three weeks, or three months, or three days, or, like, three hours, um, yeah, I mean, everybody goes through it and I think that it's something that we should normalize because I feel like people are kind of forced to suppress their feelings and like put on a smile shout out Bruno Mars (laughs) um that song is how I feel (laughs) um but yeah I mean I've definitely had to put on a smile for the past three weeks um And, you know, sometimes I've had to put on a smile, like, minutes after just, like, questioning everything and, like, having one of those moments where, like, you're just, like, in tears, confused with, like, how life is going right now. Like, a mini midlife crisis. Um, And that's okay. So, I kind of wanted to talk about that today. Um, Because, you know, I feel like I've experienced this multiple times in life and why not talk about it um so yeah um currently i'm reading this book i'm trying to go to bed it's like it's a little book it's called the boy the mole the fox and the horse um it was gifted to my family by my grammy and I ran out of melatonin, which is, um, one of the reasons why I'm reading it, so I can, like, fall asleep, because I can't really go to sleep without melatonin, um, so, yeah, but there's a bunch of, like, really good quotes in here, and it kind of inspired me to do this episode, this podcast, podcast episode right now, um, also my roommate is in the shower, um, so, yeah, I have the dorm to myself for a little bit. Anyway, um, the, this quote, it says, um, is your glass half empty or half full? Asked the mole. And the boy said, I think I'm grateful to have a glass. Um, this quote really spoke to me because you can definitely have days, like, okay, the saying like look at your glass half full not half empty is like obviously promoting optimism but sometimes 
you can't help but be a pessimist, you know? Like, sometimes your glass is half full, sometimes your glass is half empty. Um, these past three weeks, <laughs> I'm grateful to just have a glass. <laughs> and, you know, that's okay. Like, some days, um, it's hard to kind of appreciate everything because, I don't know, it's just, it's so hard to kind of get in that state where you're, like, truly happy, and, um, and it's the holidays, and, you know, uh, there's just a lot going on in my head, um, where I'm grateful to just have a glass, um, and I've definitely been viewing that imaginary glass is half empty for a good while um so yeah it it can get hard you know especially in college and finals are coming up so not only are you stressed with whatever's going on personally but academically you know you want to pass all your classes um I've been getting stress acne, which is so annoying, and I hate acne, and it's made me feel so ugly lately, and it's not even that big, like, it's not even, like, a prominent feature on my face, like, this, like, one little pimple, but, like, it's so annoying, and it's just all these things, they just pile on, um, and yeah, so, definitely definitely grateful to just have a glass and I feel like that's a really strong quote I feel like a lot of people can kind of relate to that um whether you're a boy or a girl and that's that's another thing girls are really emotional people um ethically I'm taking ethics right now and um ethically girls um they're more grounded in, like, relationships. Like, they view things more in, like, a caring, loving, kind of like the motherly, stereotypical way. And men, um, they kind of view things in, like, power roles. Like, they're more, they're not as, um, relationship, friendship, like, you know, like, that's not their main focus, like, they see things, like, straight to the point, or, like, that's typically how, like, masculine ethics is, like, described, like, you know what I'm trying to say, um, and I feel like, although that's true, um, there definitely is toxic masculinity, and I feel like guys have been kind of raised to suppress their feelings to the point where they're scared to even have feelings and when they do have feelings they don't know what to do and they get scared and they run away or they hide or they just try to push it down and like it's okay to cry if you're a guy like it's okay to open up to somebody who's not your parents maybe or to open up to your parents if you know, there is a good relationship there, um, I mean, my family, like, my dad was in the military, and, I mean, of course, uh, how should I say this, um, the saying, 
man up. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that saying. But I think that overusing that saying has destroyed a lot of young men's mental, like, mentality. Because they view themselves, like, like, they see it as they're supposed to be a man. They're supposed to man up. They're supposed to not have feelings. They're supposed to cut off that emotional connection. And us girls are kind of taught, like, oh, you know, it's okay to have feelings. Cry it out. Um, eat a tub of ice cream while you cry, like, you know, like, all of that, like, giving in to, like, our sappiness, which is also toxic, honestly, um, but I think it's okay for, I mean, it is okay for both boys and girls to have days where they're just grateful to have a glass, you know, because everybody, everybody on this earth, even Jeff Bezos, like, there's just days where you feel like shit, you can't get out of your head, um, you have, like, a depressed, like, spell over you, and it happens, you know, and it might be nice to be, like, oh, look at your glass half full, but that's really hard to do sometimes, and although it's, like, something to be said about being grateful for what you have, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I feel like existing is enough, um, and existing itself is hard as it is, you know, without taking everything else into account, so yeah, um, Okay, so I did take a short intermission because um, my roommate came back into the room and I obviously can't record um, a podcast episode with somebody else. So this is a day later that you're hearing me talking about this, but I vaguely remember what, I mean, I remember what we were talking about. I don't remember exactly what I said last, but I know I was talking about kind of just being grateful for having a glass and it's okay not to be optimistic all the time because it is hard and um I tend to feel this way when there's just a lot of stuff going on at the same time and like you kind of feel like you're out of control and like you can't do anything and honestly a lot of the time um you are out of control of a lot. I mean, technically, you're in control, and you can control what happens, but a lot of things are out of your hands, you know, and that's kind of where you hear the saying, like, it is what it is, um, if it's meant to be, it'll be, you know, God has a plan, and I believe in all those sayings, um, sometimes they're just, there's nothing you can do, um, I mean, I guess you can always do something, but no, not really, because you can make matters worse, Um, so sometimes it's best to just do nothing, but it's hard, you know, it's hard when there's a lot going on personally, and you feel like you're out of control, but that's normal, Um, it's so normal to feel like you're out of control. 
I mean, I felt that way for the past three weeks, like I was saying. And I still haven't gotten control. But you can control your mindset. Um, so, you know, well, you can control your mindset after time. You know, in the beginning, you can't really control your mindset. Because whatever's happening in your life, whatever's bringing you down... You can try to be happy and you can try to think of happy things, but whatever's bringing you down will still cloud your judgment. It will cloud your happiness and it'll mentally drag you down. Um, and it's hard to pull yourself out of that, but I think over time, like, um, like three weeks ago at the beginning of all this mess that's been going on in my life um it was really hard for me like I would try to be happy and I'm normally a pretty content person but um it was just so hard for me to try to be happy and like put on this fake smile um and you know especially living in college you don't have a room to yourself a lot of the times. So whenever my roommate wasn't here, I would just like break down <laughs> because I felt like I was trying to bottle it in because I had to, I, I really did. You know, you're either, at least for me, um, I'm either in my dorm with my roommate, um, walking and going to class or at the gym. And there's no other places in between where you can just be by yourself unless, you know, your roommate's out. Or, you know, sometimes I'll go to my car and just sit in my car. And, yeah. you, I had no control over what I was feeling. Um, I guess I could hold it off. But at the end of the day, it had to come out. And that's natural. Um, and that's kind of what I was talking about yesterday or earlier for you guys. Um, it's natural to have feelings and emotions and like boys are programmed to hold it all in. That's not good for you, <laughs> you know, and it's okay to show those signs of weaknesses because if you don't, it'll end up mentally fucking you up like really bad. Um, and I mean, something that you always have to remember is that even though it's hard now, um, it'll always, there's always, like, the grass is always green on the other side, you know? So once you get through this, however long it takes, like, I don't know when I'm going to stop feeling the way I'm feeling right now. It could be another week. It could be another two weeks. But I know that once I'm finally feeling like myself again, you know, I'll be like, wow, like, this feels so good, you know, like, that'll be, like, my greener grass, and I think, I mean, I'm 18, obviously, I've felt, like, I don't, even, I don't even know how to describe it, I wouldn't say sad, I guess just a mixture of sad and confused and, like, almost pathetic, you know, I felt that multiple times in life, and, like, I've gotten over it multiple times, and I've been able to have some really cool experiences, and, like, after you get over those experiences, 
you grow into a stronger person. Um, you kind of gain more confidence in yourself. And you know that for the next time where you're feeling down, that it'll all be better in the end, whenever that will be. Um, would I like to be over this little spell I'm under? Yes. But I that's out of my control, like I was saying. Um, you know, I can try to be happy, but ultimately, um, those thoughts don't really leave your mind until they're ready to. And I don't think the thoughts that I'm having are ready to leave yet, sadly. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's another thing. And um, you always have to remember that even though you might feel like you're not enough, um, you know, whatever's dragging you down, whatever you're going through, you are enough as you are in that moment. And that's something that I have to remind myself too. And this, you know, goes back to my whole body dysmorphia and eating disorder. Um, you know, I have to remind myself like, hey, <laughs> you're not Kendall Jenner, you know, like you don't have those genetics. Um, you're not going to be Kendall Jenner. You're literally like a foot shorter than her. <laughs> like, I, I have to remember that I'm enough as I am physically. Like, there's only so much I can do about my appearance. Um... And, you know, when I'm mentally down, even though, you know, you feel like you're less than, less than, I don't know, just less than, like you feel minuscule, you're still enough as you are, even in your weaknesses. You know, that's really important to remember. Um, and I wish I could practice what I preach, but... <laughs> I don't enough, sadly, but hopefully, hopefully this makes sense. I don't know. I'm like trying to connect it with what I was talking about yesterday um, and taking a day off of like talking, making one podcast is a little bit hard. <laughs> so yeah, but for anybody that is going through a hard time out there and, you know, is not feeling okay, um, it's okay not to be okay. That's what this episode's about. I mean, I feel like that all the time. As an athlete, I felt like that a lot. Um, you know, soccer used to be my world. It used to be my everything. I wanted to pursue it professionally. Um, I wanted to go to college and do it. Um, and I didn't even academically get into the college that I wanted. So that was a crushing blow. <laughs> um, and I was a little bit stubborn. I'm a very picky person. So I really only had my eyes set on this one college, even though I had offers from other ones. Um, they didn't really matter to me. You know, I had D1, D2, D3 offers. Did not care. I wanted one, this one specific college, and I didn't get it. So I threw everything away. So, yeah, I mean, I know more than anybody that um, it's okay to not be okay. Because the Lord knows there's been days where I just go out, or where I did go out and train. And, I mean, any athlete knows this. Um, you just have a bad training day. <laughs> you feel like your world's going to end. Oh, my God. I would get so mad. Ugh. It's crazy. 
yeah, it's okay not to be okay. And something that I have been doing um, that I really enjoy, I used to do it in Croatia when I would go on vacation is, well, I mean, I run, obviously, I ran in my sport, um, I ran to train for my sport, but I didn't exactly love running, it's not something (laughs) that I used to want to do, I wasn't a mileage person, I would rather just run sprints and get it over with, um, but running in Croatia along the beach, um, so my mom is from this little town called Promina, and there's another neighboring like bigger village called I like I say it with an accent I don't uh, I feel uncomfortable saying it but it's called Bushkavoda and it's like 2.5 miles away from where my mom's from and you know we like walk there all the time we walk there at night we walk there in the middle of the day in the morning it doesn't matter um, we walk everywhere when we're there. I literally love walking. I miss it so much. Um, but I would wake up in the morning and just go run on this trail. And there would be other people from all over the world. There would be Germans running, Swedish people running, um, Croatians running. And, you know, the water is just right there. Um, it's the Adriatic Sea. And it's just so calming, like, seeing it, like, come up on the rocks and, like, hearing it, hearing the waves. So, kind of one thing that I've been doing to cope with what I'm going through, um, which one thing that I am going through, which I can mention, is that I do miss Croatia. Um, I actually feel like Croatia is more like home than North Carolina. so yeah, I do miss it a lot. I think about it every day. Um, but I've been running at Wilmington because that's where I live right now. And um, it's been nice to run by the beach. It's not the same, but it will do. But I do wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and I go run at like 6 so I can run when the sunrise is coming up. And then I'll take a break and then I'll run back to my car. So, yeah, in total, it's, like, three miles, so it's not terrible, but it's nice to get out of your head, and I found that when I run, it's always nice to, like, have nature on me, because it kind of takes your mind off of the fact that you're running, which is something that I definitely need, because, like I said, I don't like to run long distance, um, so when I have something to look at, I can run for a while. So, yeah, if, you know, there's anybody out there going through something, um, I would recommend running, maybe finding a trail if you don't live by the beach, um, go on a hike, maybe go find some waterfalls nearby, um, paint, I don't know, do something, um, just try to get your mind off of it, and, you know, find something that will get you out of bed. I would not recommend watching TV or movies or, like, scrolling on your phone all day, because, it's a trap, and I definitely do that a lot when I'm feeling down, so, which doesn't make me feel better at the end, you know, at least after a run, you can kind of, you know that you did something for yourself, so, yeah, um, that's all I have for today, 
I hope that what I said made sense. Um, remember, everything I'm saying is coming out of an 18-year-old's brain, so sometimes I forget. Like, I don't think before I say I just say stuff. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I will be back soon. Bye!